Thank you for joining us today. The Word of God provides everything we need throughout our earthly existence. There is absolutely nothing that has, is, or will occur in our lives that is not covered by the blood of Jesus. Our sovereign God loves us so much that He created us in His own image and sacrificed His only begotten sinless Son to cover all of our sins. When we surrender our all to Him, we begin to experience the greatest love of all and become recipients of eternal life. Listen with Bible pen and paper handy as Pastor Rander ministers to us today. We're going to be preaching on a series called The Bible, God's Divine Revelation to Man. The Bible, God's Divine Revelation to Man. This is very, very critical because a lot of people out there think that there are many roads to heaven and that you can use any Bible you want to and think that you can get to heaven by any kind of Bible. You know, there are a lot of counterfeit Bibles out there. But I want to talk about the book. You only see me coming up here with one book, and it's the Holy Bible. And uh, we're going to be delving into scriptures and seeing why we preach the Bible. What, what is it about? Where did it come from? And all these kinds of things, because people will challenge you as it relates to the scripture that you have come to love and believe and live. The Bible, God's divine revelation to man. Question I pose is, how is the Bible different from any other book? You know, you got these Shakespeare books and you got the Mormons and books and you got Jehovah's Witnesses got their book. You got all kinds of books out there. And so, so how is the Bible different from any other book? Number one, the Bible is different from any other book because of who wrote it. Because of who wrote it. God. Say God. God wrote the Bible and he is the author of it. It is God's divine revelation to man. This book is God's divine revelation to man. It is divine in origin because it came from the very heart and mind of Almighty God. The miracle of Scripture comes directly from God. This book is a miracle book. It is a miracle book. And as we delve into it and as we engage in it and as we learn from it, you just see how much of a miracle it really, really is. I wished I had this kind of insight when I was 12 and 13 years of age. How much better off I would be right now. How many of y'all wish y'all was getting this kind of learning so 30 years ago? God Almighty. But that's all right. We have it now. Blessed be the name of the Lord. The miracle of scripture comes directly from God. Therefore, we should, the first blank, we should believe it. That's what you put in that first blank. You must believe it. I mean, why have the scripture if you don't believe it? You got to believe it. You say, well, how do I believe it? By faith. Once you believe it, you got to learn it. If you don't believe it, you're not going to learn it. Right? You got to believe it first. Then once you believe it, hey, how many of y'all believe, how many of you believe that this is the Bible? It's from God. You got to believe it. Then when you believe it, you got to learn it. And then after you learn it, you got to live it. That's the next blank. You got to live it. So the three blanks, believe it, learn it, live it. Say it with me. Believe it, it. learn it, it. live it. 
Now, some of y'all say you believe it, but you're not learning it. Because if you want to learn it, you'll be in Bible study. If you want to learn it, you get up in the morning and read it and not turn on the TV. Amen. You, you won't be rapping all over the place. That's right. You're right. You're right. You, you, you leave MTV alone and, and, uh, and all these shows and reality shows that uh, infringes upon learning it. Takes time to learn the word of God. Takes time. You got to learn it. Listen, ignorance is so prevalent in the church today. And the more ignorant the church is, the more problems the church is going to have. God has called us to be a learned people, an educated people, an equipped people to the word of God. My job as an under shepherd serving under the auspices of the chief shepherd is to equip the saints for the work of ministry. That's right. And so it, and you are equipped by the word of God through the learning of it. And once you learn it day and night, putting away all this stuff, and you to learn it, you got to put away, put down the cell phones. Get away from the internet. Get off the Facebook. Cut off the television. Listen, you have to be predetermined. You have to make up your mind. I'm going to learn it. And every time you set your heart to learn the word of God, Satan is going to put a million and one distractions to pull you away because Satan wants you ignorant so he can make a fool out of you. He wants you to believe it. He wants you to learn it. And then he wants you to live it. Now, some people learn it. They go to Bible study fellowship. They believe his. They go here. All these specialized programs and precepts and this and that. All these Bible studies. Uh, you, you listen to some of the wonderful, marvelous teachers of the word of God on radio and television and internet and all these places. But you know what? Some of you are not living any better. You listen. Some of you bring a reproach on the word of God by the lifestyle you live saying you're a Christian. If you're not going to live it, listen, stop saying you're a Christian until you live it. That's right, because you're messing us all up. We ought not see you in and everywhere. That's right. We ought find you on drugs or coming out some prostitute house or messing with somebody that's not your wife and fl- being flirtatious and all that. No, you got to live it. You know something? Some folk will never pick up this Bible and the only word they're going to see is in your life. Your life ought to be exemplary of the word of God. It ought to be exuding from you. So you've got to believe it, learn it, and live it. The Bible is the only book on earth written by God. Now that is profound. It is the only book. Now, you want to make folk mad. You, I dare you. You said, nobody's messing with me. I have a lot of friends. Say, I dare you to go out and say, the Bible. This book is the only book that God has ever written, and you hell is going to come up against you. That's right. That is right. Hell is going to come all hell. Friends, this book will make your relatives turn against you. Make your parents turn against you. I've known people who accepted this Bible and believed it and was kicked out the house disowned because they chose truth over error that's how serious this matter really really is is the only book besides this answer this question why would God write two Bibles God is not the author of confusion 
So Satan lifts up counterfeits so as to confuse folk. Huh? So the Bible is the only book on earth written by God, which means that its words will last forever. Now, let me say this. The Bible consists of two sections. The Old Testament consisting of 39 books, 39 from Genesis to Malachi, 39 and then consisting of 27 books, put 27 in the New Testament from Matthew to Revelation. God inspired about 40, put 40 in the blank, 40 writers over a period of about 1,500. 1,500 goes, goes in that blank, over 1,500 years. And you know what's so astounding? And yet it amazingly fits together with perfect harmony perfect unity which validates the fact that this book is from God huh listen the Old Testament is the New Testament concealed the New Testament is the Old Testament revealed Jesus of time referenced the Old Testament giving validity to the Old Testament some folk, and that's why I tell people all the time thank you Holy Ghost don't come to church with a half a Bible. No, 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 no. Don't just a New Testament. Come in here with the Old and New Testament. You lost if you come in here with a, we don't need a half Bible. We need the whole Bible. It's too much sin for you to come in with a half a Bible. Oh, God help me. Help me, God. Fits together with unity. Listen, it fits together with harmony and unity, which validates the fact that this book is from God. The reason the Bible is so different and unique is because it transcends all other books. Transcends all other books. Second Timothy 3.16 says, all, say all. all. All of this book, all of scripture is given by inspiration of God. And it's profitable. Huh? It, it profits much for doctrine, teaching, for reproof. Re, it's rebuking, rebuking, and correction, discipline, and training, and learning, and instruction in righteousness. That the man and woman of God may be complete, brought to maturity, thoroughly equipped. We don't want you unequipped in a world that's trying to destroy you. You need to be equipped. I'm equipping you right now so that you won't be confused and tossed by any wind of doctrine. Strange teachings out there. And then once you equip, equip to do what? For every good work. Listen, once you believe the Bible, once you learn the Bible, once you live the Bible, then you have to go and work, do the works in the kingdom because of believing, learning, and living. So where is your work? You say you believe it? You say you learn it? And you, you say you're living it? Well, where is your works? Where are your fruits as a byproduct of your believing, learning, and living? What are you doing? What are you doing with the word of God? The word of God. Do you realize we came from a country and many other places that don't even have the Bible in their language? Not even in their written language. 
and translators are trying to put the word of God in the written language. And here we are today. We got big Bibles, little Bibles, pocket-sized Bible, Bible on internet, talking Bibles, uh, Bibles in Braille. We got, we got Bibles everywhere collecting dust. Psalm 68:11 says the Lord gave the word. Great was the company of those who proclaim it. People, men and women of God have been teaching and discipling and their preachers been preaching and proclaiming and declaring the word of God down through human history that many souls would come into the kingdom for such a time as this. Galatians chapter 1 verses 11 and 12 says But I make known to you, brethren, that the gospel which was preached by me is not according to man. Paul said, these are not my words. I don't get up here saying, I have not, I've been preaching for 32 years. And not one time behind God's sacred desk have I got up and said what Rander said. Because Randall's opinion don't mean nothing to God. God is not concerned about what I think. Huh? Huh? God is only concerned about what does the word say. And you know what? There is a famine in the church. The church is impotent, frail, and weak because the word of God is not going forth. And when the word of God is not going forth, you will have more confusion, more dissension, more schism, more division, more shenanigans, more folk throwing rocks and hiding their hands. You'll have more gossip and backbiting and all this stuff. Both ways. Both ways. (laughs) It got out. So, for I neither received it from man, nor was I taught it, but it came through the revelation of Jesus Christ. Paul is saying, what I share with you came as a result of direct revelation from God. Revelation from God. Oh, God, help me. Number two, the Bible is different because it was inspired by God. The word inspiration in 2 Timothy 3.16 means God breathe. Say God breathe. God breathe. So the Bible is God breathe. In 2 Timothy uh, 3.16 it says all scripture is given by inspiration of God. Inspiration means God breathe. This means that all of scripture is God breathe. Old Testament, New Testament. God breathe out his word to chosen and prepared men of God who wrote them down to give us our scriptures, the very word of God. The Bible is complete Since it is God breathed, the Bible will never change and there will not be any new revelation. I reiterate, there will not be any new revelation. I repeat, because there's a lot of folks saying, I got a new revelation. They are lying through their teeth. There will not be any new revelation. 
because if the Bible is not complete, listen, who knows what we'll be into? No new revelation. And, and uh, if you think there is, well, let me put a scripture on you to put the fear of God in you. Look, everybody with a Bible, turn to Revelation chapter 22, verses 18 through 19. Revelation 22, verses 18 through 19. The last book of the Bible, easy to find. Just turn to the back. It says, for I testify to everyone. How many of y'all hearing me today? Everyone. For I testify to everyone who hears the words of the prophecy of this book. If anyone, that's me and that's you and that's anybody else. If anyone adds to these things, God will add to him the plagues that are written in this book. God will plague you to death. You mess with the word of God, he will kill you. Verse 19, and if anyone takes away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God will take away his part from the book of life, from the holy city, and from the things which are written in this book. You damn your soul to hell when you add to this book and when you take away from this book, you need to leave it alone and accept it for what it is because God don't need human help to mess up his book like that. God doesn't need you to do that. He needs you to speak it for what it is exactly as it is. Don't add anything. Don't take anything. Number three, the Bible is different because no other book is, the word is verbally inspired, which means that the Bible is written by the living God where each letter was written by holy men of God as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. Okay? The word verbal means by means of words, are words of words. This means the very words of the Bible were breathed out by God. The scripture reveals unquestionably that God gave the exact words of scripture. The words that were actually written down by human authors were given by God to them. They didn't just say, oh, I think I'll just sit down and write up something for God. Right. Oh, no. Oh, no. You say, man, people say, man wrote the Bible. God worked through human agency, but man did not just sit down and begin to do whatever he wanted to do. He was superintended and guided by God himself. That's right. And it's amazing that God would even use man to do that. He could have used angels. Or he could have just dropped Bibles out of heaven. That's right. But God chose in his own sovereignty to work through human agency to get revelation from God to man. 
The scripture reveals unquestionably that God gave the exact words of scripture. The words that were actually written down by human authors were given by God to them. A scripture is 2 Samuel 23, 2 says the spirit of the Lord spoke by me and his words was on my tongue. My goodness, the spirit of the Lord, the spirit, God, the third person in the Godhead, the Lord spoke by me (laughs) and his word was on my tongue. I said what God wanted me to say. You know, and back in the Old Testament time, those prophets better said just like God said it. You know, because if it did not come to pass, you know what? They were killed. They were killed. They were stoned. If they prophesied and that prophesied, if that prophecy didn't come true, they were put to death. That would shut up a whole lot of miles of death that was going on. Second Corinthians chapter two, verse 13 says, these things we also speak not in words, which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches comparing spiritual things with spiritual things. It is the move of God through his spirit not man's wisdom, not man's opinion, not man's ideologies and philosophies. It was the Holy Spirit moving through man, comparing spiritual things with spiritual things. Number four, the Bible is different because of plenary, P-L-E-N-A-R-O-Y, plenary verbal inspiration, plenary verbal inspiration. The word plenary means full. In referring to inspiration, it means that the full Bible is equally inspired in all of its parts and every word is breathed out by God. That's what it means. In referring to inspiration, it means that the full Bible is what? Is equally inspired in all of its parts and every word is breathed out by God. The Bible makes this claim on itself. The Bible is its own authority and genuine Christians believe exactly what it says. If the word of God says one thing and you say, I don't believe that, you are not a Christian. You say, don't don't get mad at me. Don't don't you get rocks in your jaws. I'm just a messenger. You call up God. If you say, yeah, I saw that, but I don't believe that. That ain't true. You not, excuse the English, you ain't a Christian. Simple cut to the point. Proverbs chapter 30, verse 5 says, every word of God is pure. He is a shield to those who put their trust in him. It is uncontaminated. It is not tainted. It is pure. Matthew 4, 4 says, but he answered and said, it is written. Jesus uses the word on the devil. And that's the best thing you can use on the devil. As a matter of fact, it's the only thing you can use on the devil that the devil is afraid of. He is afraid of the word of God. That's why he don't want you to memorize scripture. That's why he don't want you to get to the word. He's afraid of that. Hell trembles at the word of God. But he answered and said in Matthew 4, 4, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word. Say every word. 
that proceeds from the mouth of God. Every word from God is worth hanging on to. But the truth be told, many saints are wasting the word of God. When people are dying and going to hell, we have the word and we are wasting it. When you ought to be talking the word, talking the scripture, you're talking foolishness, you're just talking about sports and talking about this. Where's to talk about the word? Whew. And then, of course, you got 2 Timothy 3.16. That's the scripture theme all the way through. So you'll be hearing 2 Timothy 3.16 because that's the premise from which all of the, this series is being preached. So you'll see 2 Timothy 3.16 all the way through this message. Number five, the Bible is different because the word of God is eternal. The word of God is eternal. Books down through millennia have become obsolete, outdated, out of print, and extinct. Have you ever tried to get a book and they say it's out of print? Huh? We can't be found. Huh? You, you, you ever seen books? How many of you have had that experience? You wanted a book, you tried to check it, you wanted to get that book, and all of a sudden you can't put your hand on it unless somebody else got it from somewhere way back. I mean, you just can't find it. But I tell you what, you can find the word today. <laughs> you can find the word today. Books down through the millennia have become obsolete, outdated, out of print, and extinct. The Bible originated in the mind of God from the beginning, and its words will last forever. No other book can make this claim. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit www.maranathasa.org where you will find an archive of audio messages, service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and much more. You can also reach us at 210-821-5683. Maranatha Bible Church is located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas, 78109, directly across from Randolph Air Force Base.